What's up, everybody? How, 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 how's it going? How, how's it going? Over there. Oh, it's recording. It is recording. How's it going? How's it going? Okay. How's it going? Welcome to Cookies and Beer. Boom, boom. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm falling off the rails here. I got new glasses. I'm a little disoriented, but I feel fancy. I feel like Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. Did he have glasses? He did, right? Dude, Robin Williams was the shit, huh? Robin Williams. Goodwill Hunting. Remember Goodwill Humping? It was like a porn. Did he have glasses in this movie? What a movie. He did. Dude, I haven't gotten my hair cut in like almost two months. I should just grow. I should just grow my hair out like Robin Williams from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> Do that for Halloween. I could grow that that beard in about four days. I'm getting just as gray. I look fucking. I'm basically. I look like Robin Williams at 33 with these glasses. But I had to. I was getting headaches. Okay. Okay. I'm fucking, I'm getting old. So I have to adjust. I feel like these glasses are too thin. No, too narrow. Like when I, when I have them on and I look in the mirror, the right side looks like it's pushing out. Maybe I have a fucking, it's not a tumor. Maybe I have a fucking tumor on the right side of my head. And that's why my glasses are all. Ridiculous looking. Um, I didn't plug my laptop in again, but we're at 62%, so we should be good. I might have to turn the fan on, though, because it is hot as fuck. I don't, I'm glad I recorded early last week, because we literally had no power Wednesday, Thursday, and I think Friday. Yeah, I got to turn this fan on. Be right back. We, oh, it's going to be so much better. Fucking sweating through my shirt already. What were we talking about? Robin Williams? Talking about, oh, the weather. Yeah, we had no fucking, for some reason, I knew. I just, you know when you have that, we always talk about our gut feeling onto this fucking thing. And I had a gut feeling that some shit was going to go down. So, I usually record on Thursday nights. T today, it's Wednesday. I'm going to be honest with you. We always keep it real here. We're doing it a day early. We got some shit going on tomorrow, but you know what? It's going to be fine. Dude, we're already fucking almost halfway through February. And it's a short month. It's going to be March, and it's going to be summer, and then it's going to be like, fucking Jack the Halls and Flogging Folly or whatever. It's going to be fucking Christmas all over again. Shit is wild. Um, yeah, we had no power. There's still people with no power, from what I've heard. I had no power to uh, Wednesday day. Well, I had it in the morning, and then I was gone. Or it was out all day Wednesday. I was prepared. I was playing fucking... The only... You don't realize how much entertainment you have is electronic. Like, at least for me. 
I would say 99.8% of everything I have in my house that's considered like entertainment is electronic, not including my phone. Yeah, Netflix, you got fucking Hulu, you got your computer games, you got your PlayStation. Everything requires power, which is obvious. That's that's a very obvious thing. But when you don't have power, you forget. You're like, I guess I'll fucking read by candlelight, you know, eight minutes in. You're like, well, I guess this is where I die. Like, it's the fucking Oregon Trail. Eight minutes into a power outage. (laughs) That's kind of how I felt the last time we had the power outages in, like, December or whatever the fuck that was. Then I um, remembered, so like a week before that, two weeks before that, I went to Specs and got a shitload of booze because I was like, I was just had to restock. And I walked by like the the beer pong, like the game aisle, and I bought a deck of cards. And I was like, oh, I'll just buy a deck of cards. Why not? Have it just in case, whatever. Everyone likes cards. Everyone can play, you know, speed or you know, war, or you just make up a game. And those came in clutch because I was lighting candles about six, as soon as it started to get dark. Because, like, during the day I went out, went to the gym, like, even though there was a freeze, I was like, fuck it, dude, I have no power, I can't work. I'm just going to go, go fucking work out and just forget about my thoughts. <clears throat> Went and worked out, showered, hung out, stared at the fucking wall like a mental patient for, I don't know, three, four hours. And as soon as it got dark, I started to light candles. You light candles. I made a shitload of food before. I had about fucking a quarter pound of pasta with butter, which is fucking low-key goaded, by the way. If you're just... If you're broke or you are blazy like me, um, butter noodles might be might be might be one of the best like poor meals of all time. It's not even a poor meal. I'll fuck up butter noodles once a week. Let's just be real. Let's be real. It's a Wednesday. No, it's not a Thursday. We're being if we're gonna be honest. I dude, I probably eat pasta three times a week. It's bad. Thank God I work out and I go hiking, because if not, I would be huge. I would easily be 200 pounds right now. I'm probably close to that. Fuck. I haven't weighed myself in months. Because I have one shirt. I have one shirt that if that gets tight, I'm like, all right, dude, you got to fucking figure it out, because it's the bigger of my shirts. It's an extra large. I usually wear a large. But the type of material it is when I washed it, it's basically a large, but it's like a bigger large, if that makes sense. It doesn't, but you understand what I'm saying. So if I feel like I'm getting fat in that shirt, then I'm like, I need to fucking stop with the pasta. Between pasta, P. Terry's, and Jimmy John's, I mean, I'm fucking... 4,000 calories a day, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just murking fucking butter noodles all night, but then you go out and hiking, and you burn, you know, 3,000 calories or whatever, it's all about, the, it's all about balance, you know what I mean, we started talking about something in the beginning, it started off with, like, Robin Williams, 
and the power outages. And then somehow like, I started talking about noodles. So, oh, because I ate, because uh, I made a bunch of food beforehand. Bam. See, we're back. See, weed's not all bad. It slows things down like Neo from the Matrix. I made chili. I made bu- fucking my butter noodles. And if shit got really went south, I would have tortillas and cold cheese. I could just fucking make fake quesadilla wraps or some shit. But let's be real. We all have enough fat to burn to where we could honestly probably go without eating for like 13 hours every day for like a couple weeks and probably be jacked afterwards. We'd be very depressed and we'd have a lot of issues, but physically a lot of that fat that we all have around the midsection and your tits, those would be gone real quick. But I, not me, man. I was fucking prepared. I had a, I had enough carbs to murder a small village. Just give everybody diabetes. And I was like, this is it, dude. I have to eat all of it. Every hour I'm hungry. I'm not hungry. I just took edibles the whole day. I was like, oh, fuck it, dude. And the time, what is time? Because <laughs> when you have no power and you have no clocks and you have no way to charge your phone for a day and a half, you're just like, dude, it's fine. Let's just, let's just, let's, let's just get ripped. Let's, let's, let's do some work on yourself. I might have to turn the air conditioner on. This fucking fan is not cutting it. I feel like I'm in fucking Kabul right now. It is. How hot is it outside? It was negative or no, no. See, I was, I was about to lie. See, that's what I do. I over-exaggerate. It was 21 degrees last week when we left. For Colorado, which we'll talk about Colorado. Oh, we are going to talk about Colorado. But it was 22 degrees when we left Colorado from, no, we left to Colorado from Tejas. And right now, I'm not even fucking kidding you. It is 68 degrees and it's 629. And a week ago, it was 45 degrees colder. Is that the right math? Something like that. I don't know. I'm drinking fucking Michelob Ultra. Maybe I am white trash. I think I am a little bit. I think everyone's a little white trash. Or whatever color you fucking identify as. We all we all have a little trashy trait, right? That's the fun trait. Because as I feel like as you get more like established... I mean, I'm just guessing I'm not established by any fucking means. But I feel like as you get more like corporate, professional, if you go that route... The less fun you get, right? I feel like the trashy people have the most fun. Like, you're not going to be bored in some, like, fucking town of 12 in, like, West Texas. There, You're not going to be bored. You might be in danger, <laughs> but you're not going to be bored. There's going to be some wild shit. They're like, have you ever had an Oreo stuffed in uh, trans fat? And you're like, I don't even know what trans fat is. And then it's just some hillbilly with fucking an Oreo filled with some gelatin in the middle. You're like, I don't even know what's going on. I feel like I'm in a Quentin Tarantino movie. But then you remember, hey, we're in West Texas, population of 11. This is normal for them because there's they'd have to make their own fun. We're on here in the in central Texas where it's there's tons of electricity now and we are thriving. We have other shit to make us happy. We've got we've got video games. We've got fucking Pornhub. We've got 
cigarettes. We've got heroin. If you're into that, not dude, how do you do heroin? How do you slip into that one? Huh? Probably bad friends. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that that's probably, it's probably a mixture of bad friends, terrible upbringing. I mean, heroin's wild. I'm not talking about pills. I'm not talking about the pussies out there that take pills. I'm talking about the people that shoot up fucking heroin. Like, like the fucking Sopranos. Like, Multisanti, just in the toes, just boof. I'm talking about those brave souls. I'm talking about Jared Leto from Requiem for a Dream, where you roll up that long sleeve and it just looks like a fucking volcano coming out of your your elbow. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, though, how do you get wrapped up? What does that path look like? Hmm, I would probably guess it probably starts early. I'm guessing it starts earlier on. I'm guessing like most people, if you, if you smoke cigarettes or start drinking, most people, it's going to be on the 13 to 15 range, right? That's about how old you are when most people start drinking. There's the outliers, the fucking eight, the nine-year-old. Those people have problems. Hopefully they figured it out. Nothing I can do to help. God rest your soul. But most of us start drinking and like smoking, maybe start smoking weed, maybe 13 to 15. I think I was around 15, I was a bit of a pussy when I grew up, so I was always the last friend to do the cool shit. So I think I was around 15 when I had my first Jack and Coke or beer. I'm sure I had a beer when I was younger with my dad or something. We went fishing and stuff, you know, that whole like fucking Hallmark movie moment type shit. But 15s have set, you know, sounds about right. I started smoking cigs about 14, 15, um, and then not like legit, legit smoking until probably. 16 and then I got to about a pack a day around 19 18 19 once I could buy my own I was like let's fucking let's go what's one cigarette one may as well be 40 <laughs> like I just I just murked fucking Campbell lights all day but assuming you start drinking you know eight nine ten years old and you have just terrible friends you start hanging out with your friends. You start fucking robbing Kmart's. You start, or you don't rob anybody. Maybe you're a good heroin addict where you're just chilling an alleyway and you're, you know, jacking off to 15-year-old porn or whatever. The fucking magazines. Everybody else is digital and you're still jacking off to analog or whatever. But let's just say that's that, that's what, you're in Philly. Or some bitch fucking, by the way, go Eagles. Let's fuck, we'll talk about this in a minute. I, I, I'm curious how many people like get into like shooting up heroin late in life. Because from what I've heard, I don't know, I've never done heroin. But I've known people that claim that they have. And from what I've heard is that that first one is the best. First cut is the deepest. It's like that one. It's like that. And then you're just chasing, they call it chasing the dragon, right? Or something. Dude, chasing the dragon's kind of dope. Can we use that for everything? Can we just be like, oh yeah, did you hear Dave started working out? Yeah, dude, he did one CrossFit class and now he's just chasing the dragon or <laughs> whatever. Is that only like a heroin thing? Chasing the dragon. Sounds like a Bruce Lee movie. Like, like it's the sequel to Enter the Dragon. Enter first, he enters and then he's chasing. He like he ran into the dragon, ran into the mouth, and was like, "I don't like what I see." Ran away. Oh no, that would be the dragon chasing him. Never mind. 
Uh, let's go on Wikipedia. I have a fucking 20 ounce Michelob Ultra sitting right next to me, and I plan to murk this in the next four minutes. I love Michelob Ultra because it's fucking like 90, what was it? I, I fucked up last week and I said 96. I think it's 92 or 94. It's within the 90 to 100 calorie range, but you do a little shot before, no chaser, something clear. Take a, you know, edible or smoke a little weed and then pop a beer and just sip on that for the rest of the night. Dude, dude, as long as you don't have anything to do for the rest of the night. It's, it's no heroin. It's no chasing the dragon. But that is my chill out ritual, if you will. I get done with the day. Do a little weed. Or fake weed, the fucking Texas Texas bullshit that we have out here. We need to just make this legal. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing, dude? Texas, hey, if you're listening to this, what are we doing? You are missing out on so much money. They should make it so that like all of the... here, Dude, here we go. Here we fucking go. Texas, I have a pr- proposal for you. I'm already stuttering <laughs> because because I'm a shit chuck and chasing the dragon, dude. We'll talk about that in a minute. But hey, Texas, here's how we legalize weed. Legalize it by making all of the taxes paid for weed go straight to the military. That is how you legalize weed in Texas. If they can somehow, I don't know if that's even a thing. Or if that's even legal. But all of these fucking rednecks that don't want weed to be legal, they love the military. I love the military too. But I'm just saying, like, they love the military. So, if we keep funding the military, it doesn't have to be the military. It could be fucking whatever you want, dude. Whatever you fucking want. We can, we can, it'll be an app. On your phone, and you'll just be like, "Oh, I want." You know, like, when you buy an eighth of like Blue Dream, they're like, "Where, where do you want this to go to?" And you're like, "Let's give this to schools." Like, it sounds crazy, but it's not unfathomable. Unfathomable. I may have just solved Texas's crisis with legalizing weed. Legalize it. Give us, dude. Char- fucking give us thirty percent. Thirty percent taxes. All of it can go to the fucking cops. It can go to the military. It can go to whatever the fuck you Texan guys and girls want it to go to. It goes to that. It's a win-win. The rednecks are happy. They don't like the smell, but they're going to love whatever, the border or whatever they're fucking into. That's the way that we legalize weed in Texas. Greg Abbott hit me up. (laughs) Chasing the dragon. Chasing the dragon refers to inhaling the vapor from a heated solution of a powered psychoactive drug on a sheet of aluminum foil. So crack, isn't that what crack is? Crack rock, crack rock, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, That he one of the best voices ever? Side note, what is a psychoactive drug? A psychoactive drug is a chemical substance that changes functions of the nervous system and results in alterations in perception, mood, conscience, consciousness, cognition or behavior it was a lot a lot of season there these ex- these substances 
may be medically, recreationally, or spiritual. Oh, may, may be used for medical, recreational, or spiritual reasons. Pop it up a dot. Okay, I don't care. I just want to know MDMA. Is that that's ecstasy? What is MDMA? MDMA is like the nerd way of saying ecstasy, right? Yeah, Molly ecstasy. <laughs> MDMA is pretty dope. Don't do it. Benadryl. Benadryl is a psychoactive drug, so you can't smoke Benadryl out of off of the fucking aluminum foil. Ooh, how do you even say this? Benadryl is diphenhydramine. 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 Diphenhydramine or DPH is an antihistamine and sedative mainly used to treat allergies, insomnia. Symptoms of the common cold. Huh. So basically, don't smoke uh, Benadryl off of a aluminum foil because then you'll chase the dragon. Why did I think that chasing the dragon was strictly like a... Oh, here we go. Chasing the dragon. Here's the etymology of it. Chasing the dragon is a slang phrase of Cantonese origin from Hong Kong. The Hong Kong film Chasing the Dragon is named from the origin of the epic. I feel like I just got mind fucked right now. I feel like they just said the same thing backwards. The Hong Kong film Chasing the Dragon is named from the origin of the etymology. Isn't origin and etymology kind of the same thing? Fuck you, Wikipedia. Suck my dick. You are wrong. Yeah, because then if I go here, it says chasing the dragon, the life of an opiate. So it's opiates. Heroin's an opiate, though, right? Is heroin an opiate? I think it is. I think opium is what you extract to make heroin. Or you extract heroin out of... Oh, but now it says heroin is an opioid drug made from morphine. So morphine is heroin? Dude, so when I had morphine, when I got my tooth removed from my jaw, I don't know if I ever talked about that. Did I ever talk about that? I had a tooth that grew, the adult tooth grew into my jaw. So they had to cut like a, I don't know, half an inch out of the bottom of my jaw so that my jaw could grow, grow back. And now I still have a child tooth. Child tooth? That's my Native American name. Child tooth is still in my dome. It's still in my face, and I have to go get it pulled when it starts to rot out. Rotting out. Great album. Or great album. Great band. Is rotting out still doing shit? Okay, hold on. We're, we're getting off topic. Heroin. Heroin is an opioid drug made from morphine, a natural substance take from the seed pod, taken from the seed pod of the various opium poppy plants grow in Southeast and Southwest Asia. Mexico and Colombia. Heroin can be a white or brown powder or a black sticky substance known as black tar heroin. Dude, black tar heroin could be the fucking name of a band, huh? Isn't there a band called Black? Oh, I'm thinking of Blackberry Smoke. Blackberry Smoke? Yeah. Blackberry Smoke fucks too. Black tar heroin. So black tar, what does that look like? Does it look like like legit tar? Google images. Whoa, it looks like a fucking, it looks like obsidian. <laughs> is that what it is? Obsidian. 
Yeah, it looks like obsidian. The fucking mineral or rock or whatever. How do you get this? Dude, that's the other thing about heroin. Like, you have to... It's a fucking mission. You gotta... First, you gotta find someone that does heroin. So I don't, that, that's, that's gotta be... That's gotta be a hard friend to make, right? How do you, how do you start that conversation? Do you just go chill in an alley and you're like, one of these people have to do heroin? You're not even like disheveled yet. You're just, you're in a fucking suit. <laughs> you just came from work. Like, I just want to dabble. I just want to dabble into heroin. So let me just go down to Skid Row and see what's up there. Dude, this is a, this is a commitment, huh? Black tar heroin. It's got like tracer marks or not tracer marks. Tracer marks are tracer bullets. Tracer marks. Isn't it called tracer marks? Where you're, you're like, Veins get all like infected from doing too much heroin. Tracer marks. Tracer mark is a tool from Tracer Tools. Tracer marks heroin. I spelled heroin wrong. Track marks. I knew I was close. Dude, that's what track marks look like. I've definitely gone to school with people that had track that did heroin. Whoa, it shows someone shooting heroin into their foot. Why do they do that? Oh, probably to hide the track marks. That's smart. See, people want to give heroin addicts a rough time, but that's pretty smart. Hide it, hide it. Because, like, if you smoke cigarettes too early, you can't hide that shit. I thought I was clever, but my, my fucking parents for sure knew I was smoking cigs. Like, why do you smell like cigarettes? I'm like, oh, I was hanging out with some friends that smoke cigarettes. They're like, okay. Why does your car smell like cigarettes? Um, I was hanging with friends, and they smoked in my car, but I told them not to. But they did it, and I wanted to be cool. My parents just fucking stare at me. Okay. <laughs> that's what they... <laughs> that's basically what I sound like when you... That, that's what you sound like when you when you lie. Especially when you're a child. You're just like, um... Like that. That's, just, that's what's coming out of your mouth. So anyways, track marks. I guess we get, this got dark, huh? We learned a lot about heroin. So if you thought about doing heroin, don't do it. Um, chasing the dragon, we learned about that. I thought that was just a heroin term. Apparently it's not. Apparently it has to do with smoking any kind of psychoactive drug. We learned that Benadryl is a psychoactive drug. Had no idea. I've been fucking murking Benadryl, in, in, you know, almost every time I can't sleep. Not so much anymore. That's, that, that's what I have weed for. So, Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Oh, Trinidad. We'll, we'll talk about the Colorado trip real quick. Actually, real quick. Um, next week I'll be putting out. Uh, I'll do an episode next week, and then I'm gone for two weeks, and I'm not gonna like be one of those people that like like will bank an episode weeks ahead of time because I just don't want to do that. I would rather just take the two weeks off, have a bunch of shit to talk about, and then we'll suck each other off together again 
um, when I get back. So the next week is the 15th. No, the 17th is when the episode would come out. I'm not doing an episode then. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'll record Monday. I'll do one next week. Okay. I'll do one because I fly out Tuesday. So I, or Wednesday, Tuesday's Valentine's Day though. So I can't do it then. So Monday I will record. So we'll have an episode for the 17th. So I'm going to be about three days, four days old. It won't be really current anymore. And then that next week, the 20th through the 24th, fucking Kobe Bryant, 24, I will not have an episode out. And then we'll suck each other off back on the 3rd. Okay? Good. So Trinidad uh, was pretty cool. So we left during the power outages because we were like, fuck you. And we just dipped. No, we had this plan for months. Went out there, drove all night, got there about 5.30 or no, about 6.30 in the morning. Had some breakfast, went hiking, did some pretty great hikes. Um, I won't post pic. I don't do, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to show you pictures because I don't even fucking have social media anymore. But it, trust me, it was great. Uh, Google Zapata Falls in, I think it's like southwestern Colorado. Check that out. And then we did the Great Sands, uh, this Great Sand Dune National Park in Colorado. That was pretty sweet. Um, it was a great time. Came back Sunday night late and uh, had a fucking absolute blast. It was a great time. Colorado is definitely one of the places that if I ever came into a shitload of money, I would buy a house or an apartment or a condo or something. And that would be my summer place. It would be kind of like, I might even consider moving there. I wouldn't want to move there because they're kind of crazy in Colorado, but weed's legal. Dude, the weed out there is nuts, dude. What the shit? You get like an $8 pre-roll and you're just lit. <laughs> you're just fucking, you're just, you're just dumb for like an hour and a half for $8. That's cheaper than Colorado or that's cheaper than California. That is one thing I'm kind of bummed about. I mean, I guess they have weed there and it's better than Texas. So I guess I should, you know, give a mouse a cookie. You know what I mean? But I'm not looking forward to the weed prices because California, I think it's like $14 for a pre-roll. I'm going to be there for like a week. So maybe I just get like a half ounce and just roll my own joints. I think I'll do that. How much is a half ounce in California? Should we look? There's a place back home that I like. I'm not going to look at the, I'm not going to say the name because I don't even know if they're still open. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to do this right now. I'll just fucking bookmark it. Are you 21 and over? Yeah, dude. I'm fucking almost double that. Dude, I'm almost double that. I mean, not for a while. I got like 10 years, but I'm almost double 21. Double 21. <laughs> That's, I don't order. Let's see how much, let's see how much a half ounce, can you even buy a half ounce in California? You probably can't. Depending, like, you can only buy an eighth at a time because we're fucking whack. Um, let's see. Flour.
I just wanted to play that because I was Googling. Um, half ounce of Kim Diesel Littles. Half ounce is 65 bucks. Prices haven't really changed. 65 bucks for a half ounce. I could smoke a half ounce in 10 days. Especially because I can just like go to the beach and just get ripped. Fucking. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't miss the beach. It's only been six months, I think. So I'm sure at some point I will. Like, I, I'm going to go to the beach. But I don't miss it. I didn't go. I didn't. I never went to the beach. Unless it was like we're just gonna go drink at the beach or like it was like a like a summer thing, fine. But I don't fucking go to the beach, dude. They have a half ounce of blueberry Skittles for a hundred and twenty dollars. Wow, that's a lot of money. Hundred and twenty dollar half ounce, yeesh, dude. I we got fucking. Well, we didn't get it, but they had at one of the dispensaries, they had a full ounce for, I think it was like 90 bucks, a full ounce. That's $30 cheaper than this half ounce. Granted, this is probably top shelf. Blueberry Skittles, 120 half ounce, half ounce, half ounce. Blueberry Skittles is a potent sativa that packs a punch. Yeah, see, I don't need, I don't need a punch, dude. I need to fucking chill. We smoked some shit in Colorado that I felt like I was, we kept calling it deer panic. <laughs> it fucking had me flipped. Plus, not to mention, I was in the middle of the dunes. So I'm like standing next to this like 400 foot sand dune that I'm climbing up in tears. And I'm just fucking just full panic mode. But you know what? It's shit like that makes you think about your life and it thinks about it makes you go face to face with Jesus no it makes you go face to face with your inner demons or whatever shit and the cool thing about weed is that you can't really turn it off like if you're too fucked up you just go rip through like a fucking in and out double double or you know a gigantic ultimate porker from Jimmy John's or some shit like that and you just you know you just wean off of it but if you're too high you just gotta dance with the devil. You just gotta fucking. You gotta face, face the fucking music. You gotta face the music, and it's a beautiful thing because when you get out of it, giggity, you just are. You're to, you're for whatever weird reason you feel like you're more prepared for life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, it was a great time. It was a great time. I took a lot of awesome pictures, a lot of good memories, a lot of good inside jokes. We um, had some really good pizza, really good weed. The Airbnb was cool. A lot of laughs. It was a great time. Highly recommend it. If you're into hiking, you probably have been there before. But if you have not, go check out, um, I think it's Great Sand Dunes of, Great Sand Dunes National Park or some shit. It's near Trinidad, kind of, not really. It's like two hours west. But it's fantastic. It's free for the most, oh no. No, it's not free. I think you had to pay like 10, 15 bucks. It's worth it though. Go out there early, smoke a little weed, and just fucking figure out life. <laughs> it is a great time. Um, that being said, I came home and saw online that they're building the T-1000 from Terminator. And I haven't looked into it because I wanted to wait 
until we I record it. Building Terminator robot. I'm gonna rip through this fucking. I said I was gonna kill this Michelob Ultra in five minutes, like thirty minutes ago. So I'm I'm a fraud. Um, why do I feel like? So I wrote this down. <coughs> Excuse me. I wrote this down, and oh, here we go. Scientists build real-life Terminator 2-type robot that can melt into liquid, escape jail, and re-solidify. Why do they have to put escape jail? Did they just want to see if they could do it? What did it do? Researchers at the Chinese University of Hong Kong have created a tiny, quote, Terminator 2-style robot that can melt and re-solidify itself on command. Oh, on command. That's good. So it can just melt through your fucking house and just murk your whole family. That's cool. Allowing it to escape from confined spaces. The scientists embedded microscopic chunks of magnetic... Oh, boy. Hang with me, guys. Magnetic neodymium. Dymium. Magnetic neodymium. Magnetic neodymium. Yeah. Boron and iron into liquid gallium, which is a metal with low melting point, which is a metal with a low melting point, and left it to solidify. Similar to the scary T-1000 from the hit movie Terminator 2, the robot can shapeshift. Oh, good. It can shapeshift. That's great. Uh, Magnets are used to use... Magnets are used to cause the miniature robot to melt into more liquid. The researchers recorded the robot changing into a puddle, then flowing out of the bars of the cage, then regrouping itself back into solid form outside the cage. The researchers published their results in a January 25th on January 25th in the journal Quote Matter, giving robots the ability to switch between liquids and solid states endows them with more functionality. Lead author, oh God, how can I say this without sounding racist? I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Cheng Feng Pan, an engineer at the Chinese University of Hong Kong, said in a statement, now, what is it? now we're pushing this material system into more practical ways to solve some very specific medical and engineering problems. I mean, dude, like I'm if if I'm if I'm talking about it, then I don't understand why anybody else is talking about it. Like what are we what are we what are we doing? Why are we trying to get rid of humans? I feel like I feel like there's a there's a plan. I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on cuz I'm using that to smoke fucking diazepam or whatever the fuck whatever the fuck we found Benadryl but it's pretty nuts like why do we need this why do we need I guess you could look at it okay Andrew let's be positive why do we need robots well if we use them for like policing or security and things like that you take out the human error 
people aren't getting killed that don't need to be killed, things like that. Cool. I'm cool with that. Let's look at the negatives. It's made by humans. So that that should be <laughs> that should be enough. That should be enough or even worse, an algorithm is made by humans and then it, it evolves on its own to a point where humans can't counteract anything and then we have full-blown fucking You know, <laughs> I feel like at this point we were just we're in it, dude. We're not be we're not beating robots. You see this shit on like Boston Dynamics of them like running over fucking robot dogs and they just pop up. Like it, they push them over and they just pop back up. They have like thermal vision, night vision, fucking all the visions. It is what it is, man. I can't. What the fuck am I gonna do about it? I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do anything about it. So I'm just gonna get high, drink Michelob Ultra, and fucking watch UFC fights, dude. This John Jones fight is gonna be sick. In a month, we have a great card this week, and we'll talk about it. We have a lot to talk about. This one's gonna be over an hour. Strap, strap, strap in, guys. Strap in and strap on, because. <laughs> Apparently, I got a lot of shit to talk about. Dude, in this article, it goes on to say the researchers already can envision several potential medical and tech applications for this type of research. The robot has been able to fix circuits circuits by going into tight, tough, giggity, to reach spots and then transforming itself into solder. They've even melted into a screw socket and re-solidified it to become a mechanical screw. What? I'm sorry. What? We're just going to pretend that, oh yeah, these fucking robots can melt and just mechanically take screws out of fucking ventilation shafts or whatever. Cool. When's the bachelor on? <laughs> like that's that's seriously what we're doing. They they they, they even say they've used it to re- remove a foreign object from a model stomach. What does that mean? They even used it to remove a foreign object from a model stomach. So they built basically like a replica of a human stomach, put something in it. And then this thing, I'm guessing it melted itself into something to remove it, like, you know, the game operation or some shit. The researchers use magnetic induction to remotely heat the inside of the robot, which creates the magic melting trick and also makes the robot movable when it is solid again. The inspiration came from the animal world. Sea cucumbers are animals that are able to switch between soft and stiff giggity, states to protect themselves or change the amount of weight they can carry. Wait, what? Are we going to talk about sea cucumbers right now? 
Wait a fucking minute. Sea cucumbers can change body uh, composition? I don't know. That sounds about right. That sounds smart. Here we go. Scientists discover, this was in 2016, on phys.org, P-H-Y-S.org. Scientists discover mechanisms of shape-shifting sea cucumbers. I'm sorry. If this isn't a fucking Netflix movie, I don't know. Wait. Scientists of Queen Mary University of London have discovered that for the first time how many marine animals called sea cucumbers can rapidly change the stiffness of their body which could provide a useful basis for developing novel biomaterials for applications in medicine. What? One of the most abundant molecules in the human body is collagen, a structural protein that forms our bones, ligaments, and skin. Once these tissues are formed, their mechanical properties can only be changed slowly over days or weeks. For example... In pregnant women, the collagenous tissue in the uterus slowly softens in preparation for childbirth. Gross. All animals have collagen, but one group of marine invertebrates, the echinoderms, echinoderms, which include starfish and sea cucumbers, have evolved to a collagenous tissue with a unique property, they can rapidly change their stiffness. Yeah, you and me both. This type of collagen is known as mutable collagenous tissue or MCT. Mutatable. I'm sorry. Mut- no, mutable. Mutable collagenous tissue. Sounds like a fucking periphery song. And that is controlled by the nervous system and is useful when, for example, a lot of examples. Uh, the animals need to, t- quote, turn to jelly so they can avoid predation. Predation? However, the mechanisms by which the sea cucumber can change its its stiffness were not known until now. Oh, dude, I'm off the bookmark this. I'm not going to read fucking four pages. The sea cucumber's ability to change the shape of the body wall is due to the changes in the stiffness of the protein-rich Inter interfibular, fibrillar, interfibrillar matrix, which bonds the collagen. So it sounds like if you just take col- a bunch of collagen from like GNC, you can turn into the fucking Terminator. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from all of this. Well, I don't know. Good for sea cucumbers, dude. I don't know. Time machine. Function three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. All righty, Dicks of the Past, February tenth, nineteen ninety eight. Number one song in the U.S. was "Nice and Slow" by Usher. How many kids do you think were conceived listening to Usher? Between Usher and Chris Brown. 
that's got to be some kind of a stat, right? How many kids were, con- uh, I don't know if I want to Google that. Kids and conceived might have some weird, might get put on some list. Especially to this song, nice and slow. I mean, they may as well just be call it, just leave it in. Leave, <laughs> leave it in by Usher. That's basically what they should have called it. Um, the movie Dark City, directed by Alex Pro, Proyas, Proyas, never heard of it, was one of the most viewed movies in 1998, while The Investigators by W.E.B. Griffin was the most selling book. We don't read here, so let's Google this fucking movie. 98, Grant, I was nine, so, or no, I was eight, I wasn't nine yet. It's got Kiefer Sutherland, Jennifer Connelly. Um, in the film, Sewell, Sewell, oh, Rufus Sewell, I don't know who that is, who the fuck is that, Rufus, what a dope name, Rufus Sewell, oh, he was a dude in The Illusionist, right, with Edward Norton, dude, what a movie, huh? Yeah, he was in The Illusionist. He was also in some... What did I just see him in? Let's go. Filmography. Old. That was the M. Night Shyamalan movie. The movie was garbage, but the acting was dope. Yes, yes. Okay, so he's in it. Um, He plays an amnesic man? Amnesia. A person with amnesia, I'm guessing, who finds himself suspected of murder, attempts to discover his true identity and clear... To clear his name while on the run from the police in a mysterious group known as the Strangers. <laughs> so that came out. Um, people were, if you're playing video games, you're probably playing Disney Mulan. Well, I just, nothing against Mulan, but we all know Mulan. The video, most Disney games are kind of whack. Although there was one. It wasn't like Animaniacs, but it was, um, oh my god, I'm having fucking flashbacks. I don't even want to Google it because I don't know where I would start. And I don't want to spend the next 14 minutes hearing you me go and just fucking hear me typing and shit, trying to figure it out with just dead air. But there used there was one Disney game that was kind of dope. Are we going to Google it? Fuck. Okay, I'm going to give it one Google. Disney game on Super Nintendo. It wasn't Aladdin. Aladdin was dope, but that level with the with the uh, the lava where you're on the magic carpet and it's like the side the side by side. Um. Okay, we've got do to do to do. I'm gonna do a quick look and then we're gonna fucking move on because this could take forever, forever, forever. Let's put a lot of games out. Um, yeah, there's like a hundred. I'm not going to look into it. Anyways, uh, pretty whack dicks of the past. I guess we learned about Dark City. That's cool. We talked about uh, Usher and how many um, women were impregnated um, to his songs, him and Chris Brown songs. It's got to be, I don't know, 18% of the population, my age at least, maybe a little bit younger. And uh, we learned about Disney Mulan. It's a great time. Moving on to sports. Um, no baseball news, I don't think. 
spring ball's coming up here in the next like uh, month. I think pitchers and catchers report sometime in the probably the next few weeks. We get spring ball going in March. And then we get to see the Dodgers break a franchise win record and then get swept by a divisional wild card team. Because I don't even know who the fuck plays for the Dodgers. We have J.D. Martinez. Nothing against J.D. Martinez. One of the best Red Sox of all time. But... I just, I just, I just, I don't know who the fuck's playing shortstop. No idea who's playing third because we got rid of Justin Turner. Are they going to put Muncie at third? Keep Freddie Freeman at first? Or are they going to put Muncie at second? I feel like you got to put Muncie at third. He didn't really play third at all last year, though. Maybe a couple games in a pinch. We do have the one dude that filled in for Justin Turner when they won the World Series. Well, I don't I don't count that World Series because it was a COVID World Series, just like with the Lakers, but the dude that filled in for him for that last inning or two when he went out because they he had COVID or whatever the fuck, and they pulled they pulled Justin Turner from the game. We have him. So maybe they're going all in on him, but then who's his backup? They put maybe they put Muncie at second, just a fucking cannon of an arm at second. Yeah, Mookie at right field. I'm assuming J.D. Martinez probably at left or center. Cody Bellinger's gone. His gall- his fucking swing sucked, but his defense was great. He was a great center fielder. If they just could have fixed his fucking swing to where he wasn't swinging at his dick, then Cody Bellinger could have been a great Dodger. He We could have kept him for a decade. You fix his swing, and he's a fucking all-star. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fucking see what happens. NBA, um, outside of LeBron passing Kareem, uh, he just passed the uh, one of the best Lakers of all time, maybe second or third to Kobe, in my opinion. Magic, is it's either Kobe or Magic as my number one. I have to say Kobe, I think, because I grew up with Kobe. And Kobe, to me, is the GOAT, but... Jordan, it's funny, dude, because back in the day, I was like, Jordan's not the GOAT, because I was just, like, biased as fuck, but Jordan's got to be GOAT, he's got to be the, the, the number one, right, all the championships, all the records, the short amount of time, he barely got injured, barely took any games off, played when his father died, played when he was sick, he just murdered everybody on the court, so I would, I, I would put Jordan... But this is new. This is a new thing. Within the last like four years. Five years ago, I'd be like, no, man, it's Kobe or bust. Which there's an argument there. But if we're going greatest of all time. Like, I love Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, to me, is one of my favorite, if not the best quarterback of all time. But you can't sit here and say Tom Brady isn't the GOAT. You just can't. So I'm going to say Jordan is my number one, as much as it pains me to even think about it. But it's true. If I'm being honest, it's true. And then Kobe's my number two. Best Laker of all time, for sure for me, is Kobe. Only because it's a generational thing. Most people older than me would probably say Magic. And I, I would also agree. Kareem would be up there too. 
But LeBron just passed Kareem. I think he had 38,000. I don't know what number it is. 38,400. Let's just, it's three something, but I'm going to round up because I'm too lazy to look it up. But he did it. The most points scored of all time. LeBron James. Pretty wild. Um, UFC. I did not watch the fights last week. Were there fights last week? There was the Derek Lewis fight, but it was on at like midnight, so I did not watch that. Um, this week, it's a pretty big card, yeah. Um, we've got the Volkanovski Islam fight, yeah, yeah. So starting at the bottom, we got Jimmy Crute is fighting. We've got then we got Jack Della Magdalena, Madalena. He just fought. Who the fuck did he just fought? He just I didn't really hear about him until I think the last time or the time before he fought. Let me see here. I want to say he fought November Danny Roberts. Maybe it was that fight because I think he knocked him out. Dude, he has three first-round knockouts. This guy this guy is the fucking business, huh? Fighting Randy Brown, who's also a fucking murderer. Didn't he? he he's won what? His last, let's look. I'm not super familiar with Randy Brown's performances. Uh, That's my fault. He had two two wins by decision in 2022. He had two wins, one by decision, one by submission. He beat Alex Oliveira in 2021, which is a great fucking win. So he's won every fight in the last two years. This is going to be a great fight, huh? What the fuck? I might have to buy this. God damn it. Why is it $80? Can we fucking meet in the middle, Dana White and Disney or whoever? I mean, $80. You want me to spend $80? The shitty thing is, is that I'm probably going to. So I'm the asshole in this situation. But $80 is kind of fucking crazy. Mentally retarded. Some would say that. Charge me 50 Charge me fucking 60 but 80 is kind of crazy. But then we got Yair Rodriguez and Josh Emmett. That's going to be a great fight as the co-main. And then we've got Alexander Volkanovsky moving up to 155, and he's fighting the champ, Islam Makachev. We haven't seen Volkanovsky at 155. We don't know what that's going to look like. I was watching some UFC embedded stuff where he was doing some takedown defense drills. Looks fucking fantastic because you probably assume that Islam's probably going to try to take him down, right? Take him down and just fucking beat the shit out of him. That's probably his goal. And it looks like Volkanovski's prepped for it. This is going to be a great fight. Fuck, am I spending $80 on this? Are you fucking... Why do you make... Why do you guys make me want to fucking torrent shit? Not torrent, but illegally stream shit. This one, this is on you. (laughs) This is on you, ESPN. Charge is fucking, oh God, I've said it endless times. I'm not going to go on my UFC Fight Pass rant. If it ever ends up, I just want you guys to know that if my idea comes into fruition, I want, I want, I just want, I just want a little nod. I want like a, hey, Andrew's been talking about this for 
four years. Dude, I've been doing this shit for almost four years. That's crazy, right? People actually listen to this shit. Every Friday, like, let's see what this fucking dum-dum has to say. Talking about heroin. <laughs> like, But if Disney or Dana Wine or ESPN or whoever comes up with my idea, well, it's not going to be my idea. But I've been preaching this shit for years. They would get way more retention if they went with my idea. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm a, I'm a fucking bad business person. I don't know. They'd have a lot more eyeballs if they went with my decision. Anyways, so that's going to be a great fight. Next week, I think we've got the Talia Santos fight. But I don't really know who else is on that because it was Cheeto Vera and Corey Sandhagen, and that got moved to like March something. That might be on the John Jones card. Is that on the John Jones card? Is that on the John Jones card? No, 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 no. Dude, John Jones, Cyril Gone, Valentina Shevchenko, Alexa Grasso, Jeff Neal, Shavkat Rachmanov. What? What? That I'm paying $80 for. Dude, how about this? Pyotr Jan, Mirab Davashili, or however you pronounce his name. Devil, I always, I always fuck up his name. It's Devalishvili, Devalishvili, something like that. I don't know. I'm white, dude. Fucking give me a break. And that's a fight night. UFC 286, Leon Edwards, Kamaru Usman, Justin Gaethje, Rafael Faziv, Daniel Rodriguez, Gunnar Nelson, Marvin Vittori, Jack Shore, Mark Juan Americani. What? Great card. 286. That's also in March. I'm about to be broke in March. 287. We get the rematch. Alex Pieta, the champ against Israel Adesanya. We got Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal. Kevin Holland is fighting. The young young man who who fucking what's his name? Raul Rosas Jr. Isn't he like 18 and he's just murking people? He fights Christian Rodriguez. We got Rob Font, Adrian Yanez. We got Gerald Mershart. There's some great fights. April 8th. Oh, my God. There's so many good fights coming up. I'm so happy. Hell, yeah. Um, that, that's it for UFC. Moving on to NFL. Uh, Tom Brady retired again. Um, this time it sounds legit. Who knows? I think it's going to be legit. He's going to go work at Fox. He's going to go commentate for like $320 million. I don't fucking blame him. I think it's even more than that. I'm looking forward to it. Him, Greg Olson, just that's what we need to do. I've been saying this for years. Once Al Michaels retires and Chris Collinsworth and all of these guys, once they retire, we need to hire only people that played. We need to get Richard Sherman in there. I guess he's with Amazon, but we need to get him in there. We need to get Pat McAfee in there. We need to get Tom Brady in there. We need to get J.J. Watt in there. We need to have a fucking panel of people commentating on these games because when there is a pivotal stop on fourth and one, I want to hear from J.J. Watt. I want to hear from Richard Sherman. I want to hear... If there's a great punt, 
I want to hear the mechanics from Pat McAfee. I want to hear the positioning of the ball, the way that he followed through with the kick, the way that he actually tried to aim and have it bounce backwards, put a little English on it or whatever they call it. Like, I want to geek the fuck out. When there's when there's a quarterback in the pocket and he calls an audible and he calls this, I want to hear Tom Brady, the goat. I want to hear him go and say, "Well, he called this because he probably called. He probably saw the way based on how the the defensive line was lined up and how the, the linebackers were stacked and the strong safeties were coming in that they were going to blitz. They were going to blitz to the left. So right before he snapped the ball, he called this play, which means this to throw the d- defensive line off, and they ran it up the middle or however, however they end up doing it." They need to have some shit like that. That would be cool. And also fix the officiating because it's atrocious. What are we doing? Let's just get robots in there. But we got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, Eagles, Chiefs. Um, I'm going Eagles on this. I don't really have hatred or favoritism to either team. Um, The Eagles have just been playing absolutely fucking lights out the entire year with the exception of a couple of games. Um. The Chiefs are too, though. I mean, the, the 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 Chiefs are the Chiefs. I feel like we're going to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl probably at least five more times before Patrick Mahomes ends up, you know, extending, leaving. I mean, the way it's looking now, he's gonna he's only going to be a Kansas City Chief, rightfully so. That team is fucking amazing. This is going to be a great Super Bowl. I hope because if we get another patriots Rams super bowl where it's six to six at halftime or whatever and we got to listen to fucking rihanna like, if rihanna is the best part of the super bowl nothing against rihanna i love riri she's a fucking billionaire and she's a dime piece and she has a great voice and she's super talented love me some rihanna but if the halftime show is the best part is the most fun part of the game and you're into football then there's a problem that's all i'm gonna say that being said go eagles i probably just jinxed them Chiefs are probably going to win. So congrats to either team. I don't really care. I just want to fucking get ripped on some Michelob Ultras, drink some pizza. Drink some pizza. That doesn't make any sense. Drink some Michelobes, eat some pizza. There we go. And hang out with some good people. So um, that being said, album of the week is going to be the album This Land by Gary Clark Jr. It came out in the year 2019. Um, 2019, he's got it. Is he recording anything? Larry Clark Jr. recording. I feel like 2019, I feel like he's got to be in the studio or something close. Because I think, when did his first album came out? Dude, if you haven't seen Gary Clark Jr. Or if you don't even know who Gary Clark Jr. is, let me fucking fix you up here real quick. Gary Clark Jr. is not only one of my favorite guitar players of all time, he may even be one of the best live performances I have ever seen. That being said, my favorite concert I ever went to was Muse in 2000 and, oh God, I don't remember. It was in Vegas and it was mind-blowing. I still remember it perfectly all these years later but seeing Gary Clark Jr. at the Santa Barbara Bowl multiple times is pretty fucking magical so if you have not seen him please go check it out his first album was Black and Blue that came out in 2012 and then the story of Sonny Boy Slim came out 2015 so there's three years in between 
this land came out in 2019 so we are on track maybe this year to hopefully getting a gary clark jr album number uh three four man what a talented what a talented talented man um so yeah go check him out um gary clark jr this land came out in 2019 that is all we've got for you guys this week okay so we are gonna call it there um i will be around next week we'll put out one episode next week and then i'm out for two so i don't want to hear anything from any of you guys why are you there's no episode today Andrew, why do you not put an episode out this week? Andrew, I told you, I told you, I told you. I'll see you next week. You guys be safe. You guys be good humans. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. What the fuck? What you doing, Terry? <laughs>